continuing our prophetic medicine series we are going to focus on the on the Quran a healing for man wa alaikum salam in prophetic medicine we are taught that every act of worship has immense benefits for the mind body and soul and prophetic medicine allows us to zone in on those resources that we consider to be daily rituals that pass us by when it comes to our daily stressful lives the foundations of prophetic medicine is based on the Quran. It recognizes the Quran as a source of spiritual healing, but as physical, psychological, and emotional healing. And we know that the Quran provides us with a perfect manuscript to life on how to manage our day-to-day -day activities. And we know that the recitation is, is encouraged to such an extent that even if one do not understand the Qur'an, we are encouraged to read it as much as possible to obtain as much of the benefits. But the question is, does the recitation of the Qur'an have any physical benefits to, in our lives, any emotional benefits or psychological benefits? A study was done by the Islamic Medical Institute for Teaching and Research in Florida, America. And the study was done in order to ascertain if the Qur'an has physiological and psychological effect on people meaning the recitation of the Quran does it have the ability to regulate certain processes within the body and the aim of the study was to prove if there was an effect on the body and to measure this effect so the study consisted of Muslims and non-Muslims and the gist of the study focuses on non-Muslims those individuals that are unaware that are not familiar with the verses of the Quran so tests were done using the Arabic of the Quran meaning Quran recitation and Arabic that was not connected to the Quran in order to ascertain does the Quran has a heavy effect on the body and we have to remember that in prophetic medicine the Prophet would often recommend verses of the Quran for certain types of illness conditions so for instance for sciatica he would mention there's a, a verse to be read for a headache, for a stomach ache, for diarrhea, for a bug. Certain verses were prescribed to the companions. So the study looked at the effects of the recitation of the Quran on blood circulation, on our heart rate, on muscle tension. So electrical medical equipment were attached to measure the electrical current within muscles and nerves. As we know, during times of stress, the electrical current increases within nerves and muscles leading to tension. And this tension leads to continuous contraction of muscles. During, a time of, during the time of stress, we find there's an overproduction of sweat secretion. The amount of blood that passes to the skin is also indicative of whether a person is in a calm or tense state. So the study was done and, it, and the results shown without a doubt the recitation of the Holy Quran on individuals that do not understand the Quran or were not familiar to the Quran at all. It showed that it decreased the tension by decreasing muscle tension decreasing the sweat production, decreasing the heart rate to a stable heart rate. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, what happens when we understand the Qur'an, when we recite it with tajweed, when we perfect our recitation, as the words of the Qur'an has a calming effect on our emotions? So the result shown that the effect of the recitation of the Qur'an produces changes in the electrical current in muscles, changes in the skin, changes in the blood circulation, changes in the heart rate. And all of these changes indicate to the change of function of the autonomic nervous system, which in turn affects our faculties and the functions of the body. So therefore, there's unlimited possibilities to the physiological impact that the Qur'an has in our lives. And it is commonly known 
that tension leads to a reduction in the immune strength due to the, the secretion of cortisol and due to the changes that take place in the nervous system and the endocrine system. So therefore, when we recite the Quran and it brings about calm in the body, calm at the physiological level, at the emotional level, it can improve immune function, which improves the body's ability to fight disease and to recover from it. And this applies to contagious disease as well. So the studies of the Quran and its effect on the body is an ongoing experiment. Scientists are continuously studying the effect that the Quran has on different illnesses. And in the near future, all these information will be brought to light and will give us a deeper appreciation on how the Quran can provide us with a complete healing for our minds, bodies and souls. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam. Continuing in prophetic medicine, the Quran, a healing for man. Wa alaikum salam. As mentioned earlier, we said that prophetic medicine highlights all those resources that we have as Muslims, our acts of worship. And the biggest act of worship that is attached to every duty as a believer would be the recitation of the glorious Quran. And we know the Quran is perfect in its construction, in its sound, in its rhythm, in its meaning. And the benefits of the Quran is infinite. We find that the one system that benefits from the Quran would be the respiration system. Our breathing, our lungs, which regulates our heartbeat, our blood circulation, and many other processes in the body. We know that in our Islamic legacy, Quranic recitation has a very high rank to such an extent that people would dedicate lives to learning the different modes of the Quran, to perfecting the tajweed, the different tunes of the Quran. And we find that when we listen, the results of all these studies produces a sweet sounding tone that brings tranquility to our lives. So when we look at breathing or respiration, we have to realize that it's an indispensable function common to all living creatures. It refers to that vital force of energy that flows through the body. So often we are bombarded with different myths and theories and advice and different methods of breathing. Deep breathing, shallow breathing, should we inhale in the nose or exhale through the mouth, should we empty the, ch empty the chest or extend our abdomen. So there's many different theories out there. But without a doubt we have to, we have to acknowledge that proper breathing enhances our concentration and performance. It increases the oxygen supply to the brain. It has the ability to calm us down in stressful situations. It can improve our mood. It can control our emotions. And breathing techniques are um, effective in hyperactive children. It's effective in highly stressful condition. Breathing can enhance our stamina, our physical coordination, even our immunity. And it balances the metabolism, so it harmonizes our hormonal system. So many natural practitioners would agree and would stress the importance of breathing as part of a health program. To incorporate breathing exercises throughout the day, certain times of the day, to begin the day with breathing exercises or end the day with breathing exercises. Or use certain breathing exercises when we, in times of severe emotional distress or stress at work. Because it's known that breathing can link, it's, it's the link between the body and the mind. There's marvelous healing powers which can control the emotions, our consciousness and the subconscious faculties of our existence. It's simply breathing is an easy way to relax. By observing your breathing and concentrating on the breath, one can harmonize the mind, body and soul. So we find that recitation has the ability to combine perfect breath with the glorious sounds of the Quran with visualization. And according to Imam Dahabi, who, who is a classic scholar, of Tibanabui. He says that each organ has its own suitable exercise 
and the exercise of the chest is Quranic recitation. So we should start with a, a whispering voice, so begin with a soft tone and gradually increase our tone. And it's amazing that if you consciously think of the Quran as being an exercise for your body and a means of contentment to the emotion, you would achieve this. In other words, the benefits of our act of worship, of recitation of the Quran, is directly proportionate to our expectation of the Quran. If we take it as a, a simple daily ritual of saying a few Arabic words, we have minimal benefit in our lives. But if we take the Quran as a divine book, that has the ability to bring balance to our lives and we acknowledge that the Quran is perfect in its beauty, in its melody, in its rhythm and we learn to recite the Quran to the best of our ability we follow the Tajweed laws by doing this we'll learn how to master our breath we'll be able to create an equilibrium and harmony for our minds, body and soul we'll have another resource to continue our day-to-day -day living and tap in to the glorious nature of Islam and to the wisdom of prophetic medicine Walaikum salam wa rahmatullah. We continue our topic on Tiba Nabawi, prophetic medicine, and we're looking at the effects of the Quran on plant growth. Walaikum salam. As mentioned earlier, we said that prophetic medicine teaches us that every aspect of living in a Muslim's life has an effect on his well being. And we know as Muslims we are encouraged to recite the Qur'an and we spoke about the medical benefits of the Qur'an on the body, on the emotions, on our physiological processes etc. So recently there has been a study done by Arab researchers at the university on the effects that the Qur'an has on plant growth. We know that the Prophet has been sent as a mercy to all of creation and in his mercy he describes to us on how to look after the environment that every living organism does not only deserve the right to live but to to live in a positive manner so continuously we are encouraged to look after nature to live at one with nature and when we do this we find that it increases our healing within ourselves so a study was done on plants and the researchers conducted an experiment in a garden within a science faculty they set up four tents measuring the same size and they planted the same type of wheat inside each tent so the tents were the same size they were given the equal amount of soil they planted the same wheat in the same depth of soil and fertilized them equally and they employed some of the university students to oversee these plants in the first tent ayahs of the quran were recited surah yasin surah fatiha surah ikhlas and Ayatul Kursi was recited twice a week in the first tent. In the second tent, the student was instructed to bring plants and tear the plants apart. In other words, mistreat the plants in front of the other plants and speak harshly to them twice a week. And in the third tent, the student was instructed to strike the plants with a branding hot iron and cut their leaves. So the two tents, number two and number three, was used as the control. And the experiment of the Quranic ayahs was used in tent one. The result shown that after a few weeks, that in tent one, the plants grew up to 50% taller, yielding a crop of 140%. Plants that were mistreated in the second and third tent grew 40% shorter and yielded less than 80% crop.
which shows that the blessing of the ayahs of the Quran has an effect not only on human beings but all of creation because there is blessing in its words and we know that the ayahs in the Quran says that everything in creation everything in the heavens and the earth is worshipping its creator it's in the remembrance of Allah except that we cannot perceive it so when our intention is like the rest of creation we find that the Quran has a special benefit in our lives as it's shown that it has benefits in the life of plants and everything else so the question that we have to ask ourselves if the Quran has a benefit for all living organisms including plants what benefit can it have in our life when the Quran has, has been specifically sent down for our guidance and this guidance refers to our spirituality our physical emotional and psychological well-being it is my pleasure wa alaikum salam the Quran a healing for man today we're going to focus on meditation and visualization wa alaikum salam prophetic medicine highlights the importance of using the Quran as a healing the healing nature of the Quran is not confined to spirituality only it has the ability to assist us and overcome many physical and emotional ailments in the field of natural medicine emphasis is placed on breathing exercises meditation and visualization meditation refers to a form of mental therapy which can be used for stress related condition and it's a means of calming the mind so meditation has been used for centuries in the East and more recently it's becoming popular in the West as well. Meditation allows a person to reverse the situation where our thoughts and emotions control our daily behavior. It moves our focus to a different avenue whereby we focus inwardly, we, we reflect and by doing that we are able to overcome our daily challenges. Because during meditation alpha waves are produced in the brain which encourages the parasympathetic section of the autonomic nervous system meaning it suppresses this fight and flight response that we are living with on a daily basis in modern society our bodies are con constantly in a stressed situation and by meditating by taking time in the day reflecting concentrating on the breath it allows us to attain a quiet and receptive state which benefits us overall which benefits our overall health so research has shown that meditation can decrease our muscle tension to almost zero it can increase our breathing efficiency it can bring us to a very calm state in that it mimics the waves that are produced during the sleeping pattern it can regulate our blood pressure and heart rate which can be reduced the blood circulation can also be improved by meditative exercises when you look at visualization a visualization has also been used in the East for thousands of years. This is when we use our imaginations to create images and by focusing on these images it can have an effect on the emotions, it can take us to a relaxed state. So visualization it affects the cerebral cortex of the brain which is involved in information processing. Particularly the right side of the brain which is concerned with imagination, creativity, our intuition. So the production of images on the right side of the brain send messages to the autonomic nervous system once again encouraging the parasympathetic nervous system to dominate so it affects our hormonal balance and this has shown to help with chronic pain it can help with unwanted habits like smoking excessive drinking and overeating 
it can help to attain a relaxation type of state. So when we look at the Holy Quran, we see that the Quran promotes both visualization and meditation as the perfection in the words, the rhythm, the tune and the sounds of the Quran allows the body to reach that meditative state. It allows us to reach that calming state. And we know that in prophetic medicine, the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to often go to the cave of Hira to, to meditate, to reflect, to take his attention away from society and isolate himself. And by doing this on a continuous basis, we know that high spiritual levels can be reached. Visualization is also employed in the Quran. We find that um, the Arabic language is of such a high nature in the Quran that one word can describe an entire scenario. The descriptions in the English language cannot be compared to that of Arabic. So one word in Arabic can create this image of an oasis, of paradise, of rivers, etc. So by understanding the Holy Quran, by reciting with Tajweed, by focusing on our breath, we'll be able to reach a tremendous amount of healing within our daily recitation. So it's very important that when those ayats, when those verses are described in perfection, describing the paradise, describing the fruits of paradise, the scents of paradise, appealing to all of our senses, we should place a lot of emphasis and effort into understanding the verses, memorizing the verses. The effort that we place in the Quran will be directly proportioned to the benefits that we will achieve from it. So bear in mind that there's many therapies out there calling us to meditation, calling us to visualization, calling us to breathing exercises. But prophetic medicine reminds us that we have this within our daily lives. It's, it's up to us to zone in on it, to understand and maximize on its benefits. And by doing that, we'll have another resource to enable us to take hold of our health, to practice good health promotion as described to us by prophetic medicine. It is my pleasure. Wa alaikum salam.